0: Did you know a turkey puppet once ran for the presidency of Ireland? Did you know that meat once rained from the skies of Kentucky? Did you know that there was an emperor of the United States for a while? Then listen to the Wiki Ship Down podcast.
1: We live in an age when the sum total of humanity's knowledge can be found in your pocket on a smartphone at any given time. But when that knowledge is peer editable, like it is on Wikipedia, what does that say about mankind? So follow us down the digital rabbit hole as we drink, joke, and curse our way through the random button on Wikipedia and see where our journey through humanity's knowledge takes us.
0: While you're at it, follow us on all social media at Wikiship Down. I'm Ruth Ann.
1: I'm Ryan. And be sure to find us every Wednesday on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: I'm I'm rolling now. Oh, what? So
1: I'm gonna count us down. No one consulted me. Three, uh, two. Do I have time to go to Arby's? Never. You're listening
0: to Missing Out with Lex Michael and Tari J. Let's start the show. Hey guys, welcome back to Missing Out. I am Tari J.
1: I'm Lex Michael.
0: And if you haven't done so yet, make sure to subscribe so you can get this in your feed every Tuesday morning. We are on iTunes, Sound, not Soundcloud, Spotify. Nope, we're not on that either god dang
1: all, right, all right we're go, going from the top going from the top no and three two <laughs> this is where you go hey guys <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I, I had it I was. all right okay <clears throat> no 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 that's all standing
0: <laughs> if if you haven't done so yet Make sure to subscribe on
1: iTunes, Google
0: Play Store.
1: I wasn't listening. You might have gotten them. I got them. I got them all. All right. Yep. Uh,
0: and also, if this is your first time listening, what we do here is we introduce each other to different mediums, whether it be music, music movies television shows spoken word whatever you consider art we talk about it uh things that have built us up as people and we hope that in sharing it with each other it'll help build each other and build you uh we are the retrospective that's
1: introspective when you when you say build each other i just think of like i think of replicants uh are you not a synthetic being more human than human bro. Hell yeah. Also like we talk about medium, we talk about art, right? But like we've also been talking about we got to figure out how to coordinate it, but like also incorporating uh different types of experiences, like cultural experiences into mm-hmm. the fold as well. We've got a couple ideas that we've been talking about, and we're not going to we're not going to spoil them. We're not going to spoil them. We're not screening this movie till the premiere, the week it opens. Yeah. Uh but we uh we're talking about it. <laughs> we're talking about it's going to happen. So like even it's not because I feel like I feel like it's the the whole thesis statement of the show is about art, culture, uh experience. Yeah. But half the time or more it becomes a movie show because we're not rich and <laughs> we can watch movies at home and talk about them. Um but no, we are we are looking to expand uh the the our cultural palettes by expanding maybe the types of things that we we cover on the show. But we're we're getting there. This is like a down the road thing. Yeah. But like if you if you're listening and you and you throw ideas at us, by the way, like this is something we'll talk about off mic. I have now a list of of uh uh recommendations. Dope. Now um so if you're gonna throw stuff at us, don't feel like it only has to be movies. Yeah. Do feel like it has to cost less than a thousand dollars, probably, but uh uh doesn't only have to be doesn't only have to be movies. Right. You were doing a nice intro and then I just I just ran over here. Um and also, have if you, you want us to,
0: <laughs> no, I'm taking it back. Uh, if you want to have us experience what it's like to be rich, please send us lots of money. I do
1: feel that I'm missing out on the experience of being wealthy.
0: Yeah, I don't know what it's like. So, I mean, if anyone wants to help us out, that would be amazing. Just, uh...
1: just once before I depart this earth, I want to know what it's like <laughs> to be able to get together with my friends and end world poverty seven times over and choosing not to. Ooh,
0: that's so good! Ah man, uh, well, Arby's, if you're listening, (laughs) uh, please, please help us with this goal. Um, speaking of Arby's, I think before the show, I was telling you about how they're really getting into nerdy stuff, like um, like anime and video games. A lot
1: of like, oh yeah, we were talking about Arby's off mic, which we don't always do, but today, today was an Arby's day. It was. Um, and which, uh, well, not for nothing, Arby's, don't you want to be the company that makes us billionaires so that we can like take all the money from the other billionaires by getting in good with them and then we can end world hunger and then your, your whole, like from, for the rest of your existence, it could be like the end of world hunger brought to you by Arby's. Yeah. Come on now. That's true.
0: Where are you at, Arby's? Um, we could we could give every person some of them delicious Arby's curly fries. Does Arby's
1: have a mascot? They do, right?
0: No. Because in
1: my head I'm trying to picture the Arby's mascot and all I can picture is the little hamburger helper glove. No. And I'm pretty sure that he does not also rep Arby's. No, their
0: their like symbol is a hat.
1: Really? No, yeah. I know the hat symbol, but is there but, nobody? Is no. there nobody wearing the hat? Hang on. No, vamp. I'm going to answer this question for myself.
0: Okay. Well, I know that the the dude who does their voiceover is Viggo Mortensen. No. What? Viggo? Who? Wait. Vigo Morten? No. Okay. Who is Viggo Mortensen? All right.
1: All right. Viggo Mortensen is what's his name? He's the 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 king that returns in the. Okay, not him. Lord of the Rings.
0: It, it, it's ah oh, gosh, what is his name? He's also He's the horse like, guy. He's, like, big, and he's black, and he was in um, uh, Pulp Fiction. Ving Rames? Ving Rames, yes. He is the voice of Arby's.
1: This is maybe the first time in recorded history that Ving Rames and Viggo Mortensen have been conflated.
0: You can understand that the names are very similar, right? You
1: could, I mean, they both start with V. Uh, the uh, Here we go. Here's the source of my confusion. There was an Arby's mascot, and it was a sentient oven mitt. And that is why I mistook him for the hamburger helper glove. Got it. With the nose. They're very similar. Um, this, by the way, like for anybody listening, that that like moment, that payoff, right? Like this was this was for a minute, this was their uh, cereal podcast. Right. And we got there. Like, why do you need to listen to 12 hours of cereal when I just gave you a pulse pounding mystery and resolution <laughs> inside of about three minutes? That's true. Come on. Like we- this is so much additional value over here. I know. Like we still don't
0: know what's going to happen to Adnan, but we definitely know what that mascot was. He's
1: going to he getting another trial?
0: He's getting another trial. And yes. he's going
1: to be wrapped by the Arby's oven mitt. Hell yeah. Whoa, boom.
0: Damn. And He's going to be like, "You in good hands."
1: I don't know how the the mascot sounded originally, but probably not like that. But but is this, is that you as Ving Rames as the oven met? No, that's just me. Is that what you think Vigo Mortensen sounds like? No, he sounds like this. <laughs> He's like, We
0: have the meats. I'm Vigo Morton. Look at no, my ghost I'm army. Look, Rames, look at, look at my
1: dang. Look at my ghost army. Look at my, I, I returned. Look at me go. <laughs> look at Vigo, Migo. Look <laughs> at the. <laughs> um,
0: oh, Geez, speaking of hands, uh, this week we're talking about. (laughs) um, It'll make sense. This week we're talking about uh, Vampire Hunter D, uh, the 1985 movie, um, one of the first OVAs brought over from Japan. Um, The story is by Hideyuki uh, Kikuchi, um, and the director was Toyo.
1: I'm over here laughing at an alternate reality in which in which Newline seized on the opportunity for whimsy and retitled *Return of the King* *Vigo's Amigos*. <laughs> I, I'm I'm sitting in that reality, Tari, and it's beautiful. It sounds like a real good reality. It's the same. It's the same key art of of uh, oh god, uh, Aragorn. That's the character uh, swinging the sword that's on the poster yeah. and, and everything. And it's the exact same key art. All the other characters positioned on the poster exactly the same way, but they're all smiling really big and pointing up at Vigo, like as if to say, Hey, that guy! <laughs> Vigo's Amigos. Hell yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry. We, we were doing a show before. Uh, <laughs> let's do it again. Um, Vampire you, Hunter D. Yes, Vampire Hunter D. Directed by some people. Yep. Released directed in a year. <laughs> by Toyo
0: Ashida. Story by Hideyuki Kikuchi. Um, and I assume that you watched the dub because it's one of the only versions available. I
1: watched the dub.
0: Dope. Um, I also watched the dub. Um, I and have
1: some questions.
0: I would imagine.
1: So uh, a little background on Vampire Hunter D. Yes. Um, uh, all I know, really, all I know about the background is that it's based on the series of novels. Yeah. That's all I know. Right. Maybe like the first in a series of novels. Explain yeah. to me. And I, I can I can guess uh, from context clues, but if I don't know, I assume there's at least one other person out there somewhere who doesn't know uh, what is referred to specifically by the term light novels. Um.
0: So a light novel is typically it it depends on the light novel itself. Uh, some of them are text only. Others are uh, text and visual images. Um. And so, light novel being that it's smaller and comes in multiple volumes, whereas, like, typically your larger Western novel will be, like, a big thick thing, like a Harry Potter, which has a bunch of different chapters and is just a giant hunking thing. A light novel, it's, it's meant for more leisurely reading. Um, it's almost like a separate
1: format. Right. It's not, it's not just about the, the size, the density of the novel itself. It's, almost, it's a different presentation style.
0: Yeah. Um, which reminds me that like one of the light novels that I wanted to do on this show, which we'll have, I'll have you do later is all you need is kill. Um, oh, which is all, which I, is
1: the, the basis for Majigger, Yeah. Uh, Edge of tomorrow. Edge of tomorrow. Or I was going to say live, die, repeat, which is the title that they seem to have quietly decided was the real title for right. the home video release, which
0: is a better title. Um, it is. but okay.
1: I dig that movie. Uh, yes, I yeah. would. Yes. At some point we'll, we'll. That.
0: But yeah, so that is an example of a light novel. Um, but that one is is pretty much all uh, words and mi- like very few pictures. Like maybe at the chapter mark, there's like here's the main character in a thing. Here's a portrait um, of Tom Cruise. Right. Um, so yeah, it's based on the the graphic novels, but this was just uh, a short OVA. Like later, they made a series. Um, I want to say in early two thousands um but uh what was it i forget the the company oh streamline um streamline streamline was like oh shit son we got to bring over some animated stuff for adults bitch and so they brought over um they brought over vampire hunter d because it was very much more adult oriented, even though it happened to be animated. And so it actually got like limited theatrical release. Um, They made DVDs. They also released it on a number of television networks, uh, which I imagine was heavily censored, but I don't remember if it was or not. Um, So like, that's the general uh, uh, background of Vampire Hunter D. Uh, I imagine most of your
1: questions are lot related so but before we even jump into that then my next question would be so obviously this spawned a much bigger franchise and there are a bunch of different vampire hunter d stories whether it's in books i know there are a bunch of different movies um here is here is so i only have one other friend That I'm in regular contact with that has opinions about anime. Yeah. uh, In any real direction, it's my friend Jay who's who's, uh, chimed in on the show a whole bunch before through me. I am uh, his avatar. Um, (laughs) I told him I was watching Vampire Hunter D, and and the conversation very quickly it just took a huge leap. It went from like zero to about 400. Uh huh. Uh, The the incredulity. That I was being instructed to watch the original Vampire Hunter D and not, uh, Bloodlust. Uh, Bloodlust? Bloodline? Blood something. Yeah. The one that came later. Right. Uh, it was like, it was like, uh, uh. I, I insulted his mom or something. It was like that son of a bitch. I'll kill him. What's he doing? <laughs> uh, so that I guess would be my next question. And, and he was even like, "This is something I said, and I'm, I'm bringing it up to you on the show." And I guess you can cut this part out or not. Nah. Now he was so into this idea that I said to him, I "Was like, all right, well, I guess I guess I'm gonna come in to talk about the first one, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna let Tari know I I feel now under under penalty of physical harm I have to watch the other one." So mm-hmm. maybe we'll just do a show on that one too. Yeah. Uh sure. Uh but why why the original if if as I've been led to understand that they're all they're not necessarily held together by strong continuity, yeah. why the original as opposed to going for any other piece of the mythos? Well, uh I Yeah, guess... beyond obviously just that it's the original. Right. Um
0: I mean that's mostly the reason. If I'm honest, I haven't even really watched the other versions. Oh, he's going to get so
1: mad. Oh, yeah. He's going to get so mad. I you're going to get, you're gonna get hate tweets. You're gonna get de- I don't, he's going to make Twitter just so he can tweet you death threats. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Good. You know, hey, Jay. Uh, oh, don't I do I like it. the, don't, don't poke the bear. version. Don't poke I don't the bear. even like the new dub. Oh, man. The very original dub. The one that was not great. I don't want to be my in the middle favorite. of this. Ooh, I'm going to be yeah. in the middle of this war now. Uh, this is my fault. I don't even <laughs> understand why they made another one because the first one was perfect. Like why even bother? Like that's like remaking the Godfather. Like what's the point, bro? It's vastly inferior. Jay I got I got I don't know
1: what you're talking about at all. <laughs> at fucking all. I have no <laughs> <laughs> clue what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, but like, alright. No. Okay. So if so so Jay, if you're hearing this and you're getting mad about being trolled, one, my bad. Sorry. <laughs> but on the other hand, on the other hand, you are now personally getting trolled on a podcast with with thousands of weekly listeners. If this is not the dream, if this is not equivalent to truly making it in this life, I don't know what's gonna make you happy, dude. <laughs> um, I mean, so yeah, I I actually I it's not
0: that I decided not to seek out the newer versions. It's if I'm honest, I I was only familiar with the original because it was something that I grew up watching. Um and I don't think I even really realized that they remade other versions until I started researching this one. Um so it's something that I'm going to have to like look into, but Vampire Hunter D was something that like when I would go to my dad's house, um like every other weekend, uh, late night anime would show. So it'd be like things like blue seed, um, vampire hunter D and a lot of the tune, the tsunami adult swim late night stuff. So like Yu Yu Hakusho, um, Uniyasha, things like that. Um, so this was one that it was the most adult out of all the ones. Like I felt like I was, being real cool, being like, "Oh man, look at those people get get disemboweled." I will say, oh, f- damn. right for me, you talk Oops. about that
1: specifically for me, right? Like, and I guess not to get too far ahead of myself, I don't, I don't know that I felt like I got that much more out of this than I've been getting out of the other animes I've been watching. Yeah. But there's like werewolves and vampires and demons and shit in this, so it was a little, was a little more fun. Yeah, at least surface level is a little more fun. But anyway, continue. Well, yeah,
0: so I. I I pick this because um, one it's it's super leisurely like it was made um, in its original uh, inception. The director was saying that he wanted it to be something that after someone came home from either work or school, I read this. Yeah. yeah, they wanted to. They didn't want it to make them more tired. So like the the storytelling is very simple. It's it's something that you can just kind of lean back and take in. Um, and I that, really appreciate it. That
1: is actually a really, I hadn't, I did read that, that quote and I had never thought about it in these terms. And really, I'm only right now thinking about it for the first time. Yeah. Anime feels like I'm, I'm doing work. You know what? And no, it, it honestly, like, like, yeah, but like, that's what it feels like that when I'm watching anime, it feels like I'm doing work. It really, it does. And like by the end of anime, uh, I feel, <laughs> I feel Tired. I feel like I need to go do a leisure activity now. Uh, I actually didn't feel that way with Vampire Hunter D, so I guess he he hit that target that he was aiming for.
0: Yeah, well, because anime typically is very like intentionally heady, especially the stuff that I had been showing you. But it's um, not
1: you. You know, Hetty doesn't bother me as an audience member. Go, in fact, I love shit. Go back and listen to like when us talking about the Prometheus script and how, where the uh, the Prometheus and Alien Covenant conversation goes. Like, yeah. I, I proof positive. I like me some Hetty stuff. There's Hetty, and then there's like I feel like I'm getting graded on this.
0: <laughs> um, maybe. I mean, I know I'm judging you heavily every time we talk about it. <laughs> um, but like, I never share those grades with you, so it doesn't matter, right? <laughs> um no i mean i get that i mean because i feel like at this point you are kind of diving into a world that like uh especially in the anime world and that we have to talk about it publicly uh i I don't think that like if we didn't do a podcast about it and we were just talking about it casually there might not be that much pressure whereas like here and maybe you never felt this and maybe i'm introducing this idea but like anime fans are super judgy
1: oh no i i get i mean look I think most, if you if you scratch the surface of most fandoms, I think, unfortunately, you're going to find these weird, toxic, judgy patches right. like pr- pretty close to the top. Weirdly, don't at me, folks, I don't get it as much from, like, the Marvel fandom. Well, comics a little bit, but not, yeah. not the movie so much, but, like, every other, fa- and I'm sure they're out there, but, like, every other fandom, we just found out that apparently Star Wars fans are horrible people. Just found out? We like no, I like mean... we just, we it just became inescapable. I think we right. started, we started to to get keyed into this when Force Awakens came out, and everyone was real mad that a black person was in the trailer. <laughs> but yeah, like, but no, we're getting um, what am I talking about? Fandoms, no, judgy yeah, fandoms, just, judgy just sad just angry
0: fandoms, bubbling to the surface, being like, oh, Star Troopers can't be black. Oh, my childhood. Ooh. These are all different people. Um, it's but like that's the mutants like. In Vampire Hunter D. Yeah, it is. Um, can I talk about uh, the world building in this movie?
1: Yes, let's talk about the world building so I stop inadvertently insulting <laughs> massive <laughs> groups of people who are very active on social media. <laughs> um, just It's cool. Just at Lex Michael. Um, the how, Lex Michael how specifically. About, how about this, man? I want to hear all about your fandoms, but I want to hear about why you like it, not why you want to hurt minorities or women (laughs) that's
0: that's that's where the line is there we go oh man it's too hard um but i really like i think the thing that i really like about it is that they they manage to meld old stylings with like a futuristic feel like it starts off being like this is in the future (laughs) ha 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 ha
1: ha and then but it also barely it doesn't Read to me as the future at all, except in a few sequences when they're, and it's really only in terms of the setting. Like it's really only in terms of the environment that they're in. That it's almost like a weird. It's like a retro vision of a future. It's not steampunky, but it's this weird, like, like the castle doesn't feel like a castle. Right. It feels like they're in a weird, like, uh, uh, mechanized futuristic, almost like a factory type place. Yeah. For example, but but outside of environments like that, and occasional things that like. That might be technology, but because of the story they're telling, it, it might as well be magic. Um, it still feels very – old not old, old's the wrong – but it still feels – Like, uh, yeah, it's in ancient. A, yeah, Thank you. It, yes, ancient. Uh, it feels like you're in a historical setting with these weird, like, retro-mechanized, futuristic flourishes. Right. Um, and I I
0: think that the main thing I like is that they – from the very beginning, they're like – we're gonna give you some creatures, um, and like, and they're just so. The, here you go. Yeah, here, have some creatures. Like, first taste is free. <laughs> the the design of all the different like grotesque creatures and monsters in this movie um, are very distinct, and they're they're really well done. And so having this this normal person at first chasing this dinosaur, and then having that dinosaur. Um, one, be almost indestructible, indestructible, and two, have it just ultimately, uh, be, no, it was the horse that got taken by the werewolf, where it was just, like, casually being like, oh, no, a werewolf, and the werewolf's like, I'm taking this horse, bye. (laughs) Um, that kind of thing, really, like, I enjoy, because it's not like, oh, my gosh, how is this werewolf here? It's like, oh, no. This is the world I live in. Um and no one goes out of their way to to make anything seem weird. It's just like, oh, you're a vampire. You're a noble. Oh, cool. Oh man, that guy has a, a super weird blade that always comes back to him.
1: You're tall. Oh, look at your hat.
0: Yeah. Wow, that's a big hat. Right. Wow. Um look
1: that's at you a- <laughs> look at you with that hat. <laughs>
0: Uh, I think that's one of the things I really like in world building is treating everything like it's normal, even though like it's obscure to the audience. Everyone in the in the world like
1: lives there. I have a question that has nothing to do with anything you just said. Go for it. It it really, it really, it had been it had been starting to like uh, uh, become noticeable uh, as a trend. But it really stuck out to me in Vampire Hunter D. What is it? In these animes, with this running, uh, this running motif uh, of girls, mm-hmm. either explicitly or coded as children, being threatened with bodily violation. <laughs> That's a uh, that's uh, there's a lot to unwrap there. Yep, that um, one. I kept bumping into that one <laughs> watching this program. Sure did, and not again. You know, I'm not the type of audience member that's going to go, "What? Well, I'm I'm so morally outraged, and I'm going to dismiss it all because blah blah blah, whatever." But I'm I'm. There's been a few of these now, um, and I'm wondering, and I'm sure there's there. It's there's clearly something informing the use of this device in these stories. Yeah. Uh, my, my it's 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 a genuine question it's not even to admonish uh, yeah I mean maybe it, maybe it should be admonished I'm not <laughs> sure what the reason is but um, it's it's a genuine question like I'm not sure what's up with the continual deployment of that particular device
0: um I mean well I think that the main places we've gotten it and stuff that we've covered was what samurai shampoo um this a bunch um
1: I think those are the main two. Those are definitely I think the um, biggest two that we've talked about, but I've definitely seen this in other animes. Yeah. Stop putting animes. Oh my gosh. And it's like fish, right? Yeah, animes. The plural. plural of anime is anime. Um, yes. Uh But I'm going to keep I'm going to keep pluralizing it, it. It like hurts me every animeses. time you do. Ooh. Animeses.
0: Oh man. Um so I think the the short answer Oof. So the long
1: answer I mean look obviously like you can <laughs> no. you can shorthand an answer like well obviously where it, it it ratches up certain types of stakes but like
0: no meh. I mean I think that like the the short answer uh the short complicated answer is that there is a a deep rape culture in Japan um and it's deeply seated into the society mm-hmm. which ultimately um, makes its way into the medium, especially in older forms of the media where they see it as being like ancient or, or like more uh, rural or, or I don't even know how to describe it. But like um, when you get into like the less civilized storytelling, um, they use it very much as a story piece, mostly because that also was very much the society in that time. Um, women were very much treated as objects and women were um, at times uh, trading tokens and things of that sort. Um, and so in a way, you can look at it as the opposite of how a lot of race is treated in America and that like a lot of the times people just go out of their way to avoid the fact that it's ever been part of their culture whereas like in 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 these mediums they're like this is the way it was and we are reflecting it as realistically as possible um but like it's not not to say that that overall culture has disappeared from modern society um
1: it's just changed okay that all tracks for me with with the one exception of, and obviously this isn't this isn't me going. To, well, Tari, you better get on the phone with them and tell them to do better. Okay. My thing is like it, it sounds to me like right. Okay, so they're trying to depict that element of their history as accurately as possible. Yeah. This this to me is just it's a disconnect. I'm still learning to speak this language. Essentially, I don't mean Japanese. I mean anime. Uh, <laughs> I am learning to speak the language that these stories are hold in their their form their structure their their function and how their intentions are executed so uh, these these may have like perfectly solid valid really interesting answers that i've just i'm just not yet privy to when when i hear though uh oh they're just trying to honor this part of what what the actual history would have been like not honor is the wrong word They're trying to they're trying to not look away from what this part of the history would have been like it's like oh this really would have happened in this time and place but it's like dude that's like that's like when people say well like like game of thrones you shouldn't be mad about the rape because women would get raped in medieval times but it's a show that also is like dragons and ice zombies and like a whole bunch of other shit that was all not present during medieval times you can maybe fudge those elements yeah uh I, same basic principle applies when we're talking about like werewolves and zombies and 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 mutants and vampires and demons and whatnot so i, I guess i'm wondering like is there a this is something, I guess, if I if I understood anime as a form and I guess as like uh, an artistic uh, uh, lineage a little bit better. It just feels so like if, if that's the reason it feels like we don't do very much with it in the story at all. We don't really comment on it. It's just there. And because it's just there, it feels odd to me juxtaposed with the rest of it. But yes, there could be a lot of context for it if I if I knew the the cultural the like the broader artistic and cultural context of of anime as a whole. Does that make sense? Yes. Like I feel like there's gotta be something here that I'm missing and it make that disconnect is very odd. Right. Well I think that so
0: let's do the comparison of the two that I brought up. So samurai Champloo, Yes. I think definitely goes out of its way to be like sex sex criminals, sex uh trafficking is wrong. Whereas like this made made in the 80s uh, i don't think think i don't think that that commentary was there i think it was a i think it was just the way that that author was telling his story
1: so it's and not so, necessarily something that i really missed context for it's more something that was c- could have been if they were telling the story now maybe it would have been handled a little bit differently yes. maybe got it so it's just an element of the story that did not necessarily age all that well right okay yeah, I did a lot of legwork to end up there. <laughs> um, I mean, but it's
0: it's yeah, it's something to point out. And I I'm I'm wondering, Jay, can you let me know? You can tweet me, but
1: oh, leave the boy alone.
0: No, I just I <laughs> want him. We've to,
1: already we've already made him mad. I
0: want him to tell me. Yeah, he's probably turned off the podcast by now.
1: Oh, he turned but, he turned it off. He's like strangled three people to death already. <laughs> I just want him to tell
0: me if it's handled better, um, because so. There's a big thing in anime now where you you get less of the uh the assault threatening and you get but you do get a lot more like fan service. Like you get a lot of unnecessary upskirt shots or you get um very form-fitting things on young people. Um and so like the the culture has shifted in that like they're not as using rape as a token as much, but they are still using these like these women I, okay. Uh <laughs> this is, I just I don't I didn't I was uh, really pushing past that this one. This is the worst Will
1: Chamberlain's trip ever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man. But I was yeah. like I
1: was like which I don't know that much about will chamberlain his personal life i don't but that's like I was like rape tokens what what weird branded theme and gaming restaurant whatever rape tokens that's where i went please i'm gonna get sued now <laughs> i really should have just let that one fly past without drawing so much focus to it <laughs> but i want everyone to know when i'm sued for slander by Wilt chamberlain's people uh I didn't know what I was doing. That's true. <laughs> it wasn't my fault.
0: Yeah, sometimes you just double down on a bit and uh, you know, it just happens. Ask uh John last name. Bon oh, Jovi. No, the the last week tonight. Oliver. Just ask John Oliver. He knows sometimes a bit will get you
1: sued. Which when did he get sued?
0: Um, he got sued last season. By who? Um, for what? Uh, one of the oil tycoons. He was talking. He got like a big squirrel to talk shit about one of these oil dudes, and they sued him real hard. He went on a hiatus. It was great. Um, but yeah. Um, okay. So, I missed, I missed
1: that whole thing. Uh,
0: so yeah. Um, so I think that is the long and the short answer, and the only answer I can really give without like stepping into territory. I I don't. Cause I feel necessarily like necessarily
1: specialize it because past a point, right? It's like we we don't want to put our foot. Our foots and our mouthsies. Yeah, uh, we don't want to eat our feet. Uh, commenting or speculating wildly on on uh, things of things of cultural significance in a culture that is not necessarily our own. Right, we are not necessarily equipped. And even though yes, we would only be speculating wildly with the best of intentions, that's that's how you end up eating your feet later. Yeah,
0: I mean, because there are there are other uh, like early eighty or I guess mid to early eighties anime. Uh, especially these OVAs that are meant for like male demographics older uh, adults that use it a lot harder and a lot worse like ninja scroll i couldn't get past the first scene because there's like a rock monster raping this lady what? and i was like yeah it, what? it's it's rough what um it, yeah that's how it opens um a rock monster rapes this lady and you're like no thank you um, so I've never seen more than like five minutes of Ninja Scroll.
1: The thing is, right, like my brain is doing a couple of things right now. The The part of my brain that is still, I think, 15 years old is like, oh, my God. No, I kind of got to see what that looks like. And then every other part of my brain is going, yeah, I get it. But consider what happens once you've seen it and can't unsee it. Right. Well, how do you live then? <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: but yeah. Um, I think another thing that I liked about this movie.
1: Yes. And um, by, oh, by the way, there is stuff I liked about this movie, but m- most of what I liked, it, it comes largely from a sense of what? <laughs> well, like, well, what kind of s- stuff is that? Uh, uh, the dude that dresses like Prince. <laughs> that was great. His dude, outfits, man. Dude who dresses like Prince. The one with the spinny Gre- blade? Greco. Greco. What? Greco. Um, Maybe I... The pink suit guy. Okay. With the little frilly thing. Yeah. It's like if Prince wore pink instead of purple. (laughs) I think I missed that completely. You didn't. I I took a picture of this dude. I didn't send it to you, but here I can show you. I'll show you a picture of this person. You can be like, oh, I, I see what you're talking about. This. This guy with the frilly, the bullshit.
0: Oh, yes. Okay. The frilly, yes. the frilly bullshit guy.
1: I only, yeah, I who only wrote the, him as
0: mayor's son.
1: Who gets the, the incense? The time something incense. <laughs> yes. The, um, the time
0: bewildering
1: incense. Get it right, bro. So, like, a bunch of hashish is what is just he burns it, he huffs it, and then everything slows down.
0: Yeah, totally. I get it. I, I get it. I don't, you get it, guys. I don't get it. Don't get I don't it? get it at all. I don't know what he's talking about. But don't tell him. Don't it, it, don't tell the, Lex. The, I the don't time
1: get it. something incenses drugs. Ah, uh, <laughs> yeah,
0: it's it's drugs. It's <laughs> drugs, man. Um, yes. Um, that
1: that fucking guy. Oh yeah, um, he's the worst, but he's also the best. <laughs> Like, he's just, he's just terrible. Like, he's just a terrible, he's like, he's like Gaston if Gaston was, um, instead of being like a hyper-masculine caricature, he was like a very, like, same basic personality, but in like a very, like, uh, sort of foppish persona. Right. No, but it's like also, too, I don't get to use foppish in a sentence very often. Yeah. Foppish. Do you, you, are you familiar with this word, with this adjective?
0: I am. I couldn't define it off the cuff, but I am aware of its use. Foppish adjective
1: of a man concerned with his clothes and appearance in an effective and excessive way. Affected. Affected, not Ah, effective. Although, although, look at his ensemble. That shit is working. Uh, (laughs) Um,
0: I like that he ultimately gets his its though. That's nice. Um, to be
1: fair, he's so out of his element. You know what I mean? Like he's yeah. just the only reason he survives as long as he does. I think is that he's just so cocksure. And he just was so just full of himself and so convinced. He's just like, oh, I'm the dude. Just like, oh, look at my look at my incense. Come marry me, child girl. (laughs) Weird. (laughs) But like he wouldn't have if he wasn't so self-assured, he wouldn't have gotten anywhere near that far. It's actually all things considered a miracle that he survives as long as he does. Right and then yeah at a certain point like he had so many opportunities to just leave it's like dude you shouldn't be doing this you're still alive go but he's so like i gotta be clothes guy look at me with my hair look at it look at it and the monsters kill him (laughs) that's uh so it's not the dub you watched
0: Oh no no that Look that's at what it was you guys at my hair. Look at my and the vampires like, weakness is my pompadour
1: <laughs> uh what <laughs> oh jeez um, uh, but yeah, he dies. He he, he gets dies. super killed, and he super has it coming because he sees the worst. Of course he is.
0: <laughs> and like like from the very beginning, he he comes in and he's like, "You're a vampire. Oh, I'm gonna tell everyone unless you
1: have sex with me." So can we? So okay, can we? In your estimation, because I think it's actually really important going forward that we we come down on a side of this. Okay, uh, D- Doris, is that her name? Yeah. Doris, Doris. Uh, is she a child or is she coded as a child like is she meant to be a legal adult and it's just a, a sort of a childishly drawn character I believe she's a an adult okay yeah so it's a little bit less it's still weird because she is so coded to, to read childish I mean but okay does she, she read childish to you to, though? Me, to me a bit yes um, Especially in her relation, obviously, like most of the character that she she's mostly playing off of, even if they're not like having a dialogue, is D, and yeah. D almost immediately reduces her to like this fawning schoolgirl. So she she yes she to me reads very much like a kid, not like an infant or a toddler, right? Uh, but like pro- like high school, yeah, ish. So it's an important distinction because like greco greco's whole deal is i'm going to like lie, cheat, swindle, uh uh Im- impose my will and my point of view all in the name of trying to rape a child. Yeah. This is right. That's why this is a really important distinction to make i feel because it's still weird considering how childlike the character is. Right. There is a distinct, there's a big distinction, though. <laughs> in terms, now granted, Greco's still the worst. Yes. Is he, is he the worst or is he like the worst? Um,
0: yes, I think she's an adult. Doesn't make him <laughs> any less of a piece of garbage, but, but like.
1: That's right, and that's something because I couldn't answer that question for myself. Yeah. In a way that I felt truly confident about while I was watching the movie it was not the thought that i was having it was not at the forefront of my brain every second yeah every so often especially when that dude came back every single time i was like how old is she
0: <laughs> um you did did you miss the part where she like held up her id and was like i'm at least 20 that's what it says it's like a, at least 20 i and then like it she like flat flaps down like a little post it pops down and is like I only read younger because my father's dead, and so I didn't really have a way of maturing in a, in a realistic way. That's me. Oh, I'm a 20-year-old. Oh, man. And, and then I'm only, I'm only dwarfed by D because he's ancient. He's super old. So, like, in comparison, you know, maybe I'm a
1: child. To be fair, but though, like, D is, you know- is giant. Like, he dwarfs everybody. <laughs> that dude is not a realistic size. Are you sure? I feel sure. like thin proportions were so accurate. That dude's very tall. Does he have a body under that cloak? Um, I'd like to imagine he's just floating shoulders. He's just three kids standing on top <laughs> of each other. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see anything in that movie that says that can't be true.
0: That's true. I mean, if he has a hand on a face on his hand, why can't he be three kids stacked on top of one another? Mm. You know Mm hmm yeah
1: he's a horse (laughs) (laughs) oh it's great
0: oh man um but yeah i think the person i felt the worst for so watching this as an adult i don't think i and i say this every time i watch something again but i'm like i don't think i got everything that was happening in the movie when i was originally watching it i was just like action hand on face or face on hand oh yeah vampires um but, like, I did, it didn't register to me that this, this Count, uh, which uh, you probably read about this, but the Count Lee is based on
1: Christopher Lee. Yes, who played Dracula Ooh. in a number of the Har- uh, Hammer Horror productions. Yeah. Opposite uh, Peter Cushing as uh, Van Helsing. Yeah. Most commonly.
0: Um, but Count Lee, I didn't realize that Count Lee was trying to take this not-child not bride um yeah everyone's
1: trying real hard to fuck this kid it's yeah, weird it's yeah it's odd uh um, you never I'm watching you like think about this had you not really had you not really explored that aspect of the movie before <laughs> no I I don't think I've seen it since I was a kid
0: um and I don't think that any of it reg like none of it was just none of it when I was a kid it was like oh yeah they got to
1: fuck this kid. It was like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm picturing like a 13, 14 year old, you just like slapping your hands together and rubbing them. I'm like, ah, oh, they're going to fuck this kid. No,
0: like none of it. Even, I think that the only things that caught my attention were the fact that like he had a, a ji- not jive, but like he had a, a smack talking face on his hand and like that. There was some pretty dope action. Yes. like everything else. I was, just, I'm sure that like, between action scenes I was like when are they gonna do something and like the Characters were like blah 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 this girl blah And you were not really
1: keyed in any of it and now that you're an adult and you're absorbing the talky parts more You're going holy shit. Everybody really wants to rape this child. Yeah, it's for it's rough. That's that again again, right? Like if you tell me she's meant to be an adult (laughs) It's still weird, but okay. But yeah. because the movie does not make it explicitly clear to me at any point that she is meant to be an adult and not say a high schooler, the entire plot of this thing is super weird. Lex, high school doesn't exist in the future. <laughs> she, we don't we have we abolished age. Yeah. She's too complicated. <laughs> Right, that's that's my thing though. Like and again, like there was there is still stuff that I liked about this movie, but I think the long especially the longer I sit here, the more I'm going. That's really my takeaway. Is that like <laughs> is that like the scariest the scariest element of this story isn't the vampirism or the lycanthropy or the mutation. It's the rapists. It's the rapists coming from every direction. The only characters that I'm not reasonably sure. Uh, uh, that that I'm reasonably sure don't want to rape this girl are D and her little brother. Every other character, I'm like, don't leave, don't leave Doris alone with them.
0: Yeah, though. So now that we now that we're talking about it, it wasn't original. wasn't er, wasn't vampirism. Uh, the just a, this it, in its essence was the fear that uh, men we're going to come by, uh, we're basically going to storm your house and take your daughter's innocence away. Like, that was its original core, the fear based on it. And so, like... Now, if
1: if I felt like the story was actually about that, then I'd go, yes, this is very uncomfortable, but this actually really works as metaphor. Right. I don't think... Unless I missed it, I don't think this story was actually about
0: that. I mean, maybe... I think that maybe, potentially... We can we can track it.
1: All right, here, well, I'm going to try. Okay, no, no, no. okay. Yeah. and I'm also going to cop to the fact that, again, go back to there could be a lot of cultural and artistic broader context that I'm missing that would make this make more sense. But in absence of that, go.
0: All right, so here's the thing. Um, so the, the, sh- the movie's like, yo, uh, men are the worst. Right. There are things to be scared of in society, but like you know, men, man, their base nature, bro. It's it's scary. And so you have this old man who's like, yo, bro, I'm a serial rapist. That's what I do. I go around, I rape girls, and then I make them mine. And that's the count, right? And then... um, From now
1: on, I'm only watching your dubs of anime.
0: Great, thank you.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, Keep going. (laughs) Casting directors. um, But, and then, uh, so you have this girl who was uh, essentially violated and then you have this guy who's like yo you know no one's gonna love you since you were violated so i'm gonna love you so why don't you just give in to me or i'm gonna tell everybody what happened to you okay that's greco
1: um this actually by the way this is all tracking pretty pretty well so all right keep going thank you um and then you have this guy uh d
0: who comes along and like I think that there's a chance that he used to be a violator at one point. Um, And so he's like, and so she's like, you know, I know that you uh, at some point were... Uh, You redeemed yourself in some way and then uh, but he's like sworn off all this is where it starts to fall apart a little bit Well, but But, but, like
1: but wait right if he's like trying if he's ostensibly on a path of redemption, right? If he's if he's carrying the weight of guilt of all of the wrongs that he's committed in the past right? he's constantly on multiple levels, right? He's constantly at war with himself because he's also D's not a vampire He's a damn fear which I took to mean Basically, somewhere in the middle. Yeah, like uh, uh, f- a foot in both worlds, but but a fully a part of neither. Right. Uh, all, like, like Blade. He's a little bit like Blade. He's the Daywalker, right? Yeah. And like Blade, right there on the surface, his whole identity is at war with itself. Mm-hmm. So both uh, on multiple levels, identity. Uh, he, him, D being a D or whatever character you want to plug in. Yeah. Uh, at war with himself. Angel, right. same thing. On yeah. that On that show. Um, well, yeah, I, I'm I'm wondering. Although like, he's he's all a vampire, but he's got a soul.
0: I'm wondering which things influenced the others. Like uh, well, Blade is a pretty old uh, character. Uh, um, I mean, it's Angel the, like, is a less definite, old. Yeah, it
1: definitely predates uh, uh, Angel. Right. Uh, hang on. Let's find out when Blade. I want to say this probably predates Blade. This certainly predates the version of Blade that most people are in any way familiar with. Right.
0: Wesley Snipes.
1: We know. Yes. Uh, ah. Blade, first appearance in the comics, Tomb of Dracula number, number 10 in July 1973, but I don't know uh, at what point they really started to explore, like, his his issues with his own identity. However, fun fact, uh, on the Wikipedia page for the character of Blade in the comics, uh, Alter Ego, Eric Brooks, Species, Dampier. Oh, interesting. What? Um, ooh. But yeah. apparently, a dampier is uh, Albanian. It's Albanian folklore. Oh, really? Uh, yes, 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 yes. Go uh, on. It is a creature that is the result of a union between a vampire and a human. This union was usually between male vampires and female humans, with stories of female vampires mating with male humans being rare. Nomenclature, origin, powers—there's a whole bunch of uh, bunch of stuff, bunch of stuff online. Uh, ooh, you can find about these right. about these guys. But yes, uh, Albanian. Albanian, and yes, Blade. Blade is one. You blade know what the is, worst thing is, is, is
0: about a damp pier? What? That it's slippery. You get it. A damp pier. <laughs> Come on, guys. You got it. Some Everyone got it. Some motherfuckers are always
1: trying to ice skate uphill. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> ah, well... We got our Blade talk in for the day. <laughs> so That's all I wanted to do. I wanted to make that joke <laughs> and I was just and, and that's it that my whole life is complete at this point.
1: Uh, have we have we talked about, though, were it not for the Blade movies? There'd be no uh, Deadpool movies. Um, we haven't. There's really no. It's not a big conversation. This is a total. This is for you folks who re- are really here for the Blade talk. Uh, <laughs> uh, the set of Blade Trinity was where somebody introduced Ryan Reynolds to the character of Deadpool. Hmm. Interesting. Yes. Hmm. Yes. And Ryan Reynolds was was the the biggest driving force behind getting that movie made for the yeah. the years and years and years it was in development, and he was attached to it for the years and years and years it was in development before it got made. That was a process for which the seed got planted on the set of Blade Trinity. Nice. And if you look at his performance in that, obviously it's nowhere near as as far out there as Deadpool is, but it is a little bit of a dry run for that that snarky fourth wall breaking action sensibility. Yeah. Blade, you guys. It's also, so uh, first place I ever saw uh, Dominic Purcell was as Dracula in Blade Trinity. Oh, really? Uh-huh.
0: Huh. I don't think I've seen Blade Trinity. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I hear it. It is the meest. Um. But the first one's great. Still holds up. First one's first one's good. I think the second one's still pretty good. Um. But yeah. Um. What else did I really like about this
1: movie? Trinity's also got Parker Posey as an evil vampire. <laughs> I don't even know who an, I don't. An, an indie darling, Parker Posey. Ooh. With pointy teeth. Ooh. And some angry vampire dogs. Oh, and I think I think Triple H is, her like, the henchman guy. Is I
0: Triple H, H in uh, Blade Trinity? Yeah. Ooh, yeah. right. Back when he had hair. Yeah, Triple
1: H. Nice. Triple H. I'm just now looking at the um, Blade Trinity Wikipedia page.
0: Um. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll be over here. <laughs> Uh, I want to talk about Lam- Lamia, Lamia, the, like, the the daughter,
1: the daughter. So this yes. this was uh, uh, conceptually, I thought, one of the more interesting threads in the movie. And we really don't we really don't spend much time on it because it really only comes up towards the end when things are going all haywire. Yeah. But about how she's she spent the entire story, her entire life up to this point, believing wholeheartedly beyond any consideration at all that she was exactly one thing comes to find out that no, she's actually, she's actually a a blade (laughs) too. She's (laughs) a blade. She's a blade too. She's a blade. (laughs) Shut up. Uh, But she's, (laughs) but that she is, she is also her, her reality is not as simple and straightforward and uncomplicated as she believed it to be. And I thought that's a really interesting, that's a, a very interesting, very powerful, very, human and relatable idea yeah and as soon as it's introduced we're moving on (laughs) (laughs) well i mean you i think you could have seen it coming
0: from the beginning because she was very much from the beginning being like you know we got to keep the the bloodline pure we got to keep my blue eyes and blonde hair uh going forever we can't let this lowly human into our our family right
1: um And it's like the, it's like the Nazi that finds out he had a Jewish mom or something. Right. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Jewish people. What? um, There was (laughs) one of the, uh, the, I think it was the chief or like the assistant to the chief of police. um, He had a, like a, a star of David with a cross on top of it, uh, like on his lapel. Lapel? 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 Lapel. Lapel
1: lapel l- l-
0: l- it's not even spelled
1: like that do you know what the worst part okay. about the lapel is it's slippery <laughs> <laughs> you know what i'm talking about ice skating uphill <laughs> um um yes yes um, yes that was and just I, a side note i completely forgot about that i had a moment of what and then it was gone. <laughs> um yeah, I don't think you see him again. No, like by the time by the time my brain arrived at maybe there is meaning behind this to be derived, it was gone and like other stuff was happening and yep. there were monsters and shit and I completely <laughs> forgot. Um but yeah, so
0: I I liked her storyline a lot, like especially because by the end she kind of joins our band of heroes cuz she realizes that her her father's his garbage. Um yeah. And so like he's he being the gross philanderer that he is. Um she's like she has all this honor and he is just a dude who's trying to get a, get a leg over as the Brits would say. Trying to get a leg over. That's how they would say it. Um Say you British. Tr- that is a British that I'm <laughs> d- tr- trying to get a leg over. leg le- leg over. <laughs> Is that not how British people sound? Um, is that is that not um, accurate? Man. Trying to get a leg over, <laughs> hey hey, trying to get shagging, trying to get shagging.
1: Do you have gout? Are Bilbo you
0: shaggins?
1: <laughs> like you sound like a bridge troll. <laughs> you do you sound from the and now now i know you've seen it so i can make the reference you sound like the bridge guardian from holy grail you sound like terry gilliam as the answer me these questions three you sound like that guy
0: yeah is that not what british people sound like i mean it's what that british person sounds
1: like i don't think they're all crones
0: <laughs> okay fine uh. um but yeah her her father for us. <laughs> um I I like if she hadn't decided to die at the end, I would have been really interested in seeing her I move on. I think that's on. victim blaming. She literally was <laughs> like, "I'm I'm going to die here." He was like, "Yo, son, live your own life. Do what you want." And she was like, "Nah, I'm good." And then a bunch of rocks fell on
1: her. Uh, the rocks fell on her Tari. she didn't grab the rocks <laughs> and pull them down onto we didn't her land <laughs> on herself castle rock castle rock landed on us
0: castle rock it's it's a plymouth rock joke cuz she
1: was in a castle
0: <laughs> the rocks are
1: castle from the rock castle. is the production company and also isn't it the name of the new stephen king universe series on hulu I don't know, man. You're gonna get sued. Oh, whatever. They're gonna be
0: Walt Whitman's gonna be too busy suing you to, de- to- Walt, Walt Whitman. Whitman? No. Uh, who did you? Who are you getting sued by? uh uh, chamberlain (laughs) yes
1: (laughs) often confused with Walt
0: Whitman. look
1: guys names that sound similar get transposed in my head i don't think that walt whitman and wilt chamberlain sound all that similar really i don't even think neville chamberlain sounds all that much like wilt chamberlain i don't even know who that is but it's a a british guy you'd love him It uh,
0: sounds like this. Sounds uh, from Britain. Sounds like this. oi, ah! oi, 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 oi so, just speaking of
1: weird British accents. It sounded like um, you were you were veering with the same accent into like vaguely racist pseudo Japanese sounding gibberish. <laughs> no, um,
0: but speaking of weird British accents. Oh yeah. Um, the dub in this one. I don't know if in the original streamlined dub that they tried to do British accents. Um, Cause I remember a lot of it being very like super generic American, but in in the new dub, um, the, uh, the daughter, the mistress um, was very much trying to do, a, not trying, but she was very much doing like a real pompous British accent. Um, and like, there are a couple other people in throughout that were, slightly vaguely British and I'm wondering like what the intent behind that was in that like we would assume that at this point in history um, or I guess this point in the future most accents have been eliminated right?
1: Right? I don't know because it every every version of the future we see in which wh- whether or not they address the fact that there were the cultures as we understand them like the mix of earth cultures as we understand them now uh people still s- tend to sound either American, British or Chinese. Right. Like specifically Chinese.
0: Cause those are the only languages that are going to survive.
1: Like what I think is interesting about like, like Firefly, right? Like where it seems like in the future, there's still like, it seems like American, specifically American and Chinese culture. Right. Are the two cultures that, that have, uh, essentially, expanded into space and survive. Yeah, right. And so you have like these characters who speak English, who speak uh, very Americanized English, will still like swear in Chinese. Right. Um, but there seems to it seems to have not altered anyone's accent in the slightest. Like you know what I mean. Like their dialects are still firmly like solidly placed in very recognizable like an like our modern time. Dialect, yeah, with occasional flourishes of like another language popping in, or like any other. If they don't address it, usually everybody's British. Right. You know what I mean? Like, look at the original Star Wars movies, with the exception of like, like the whole Imperial High Command. Like everybody's British for some reason. Yeah, don't know why. Because they're imperialists. And then you've got like everyone on Tatooine who has no, you know, like when you meet Han and you meet like Luke, they don't have accents; they have like Americanized accents. Yeah. And then you have Princess Leia who does both. She does a weird thing in the first movie. Yeah. Uh well, I mean, cuz she's playing the role
0: of a of like a high command, but she's really like uh down to
1: earth general type. Um I mean, I do it, I do right I like I like how she has this very weird like it does feel like a bit of like, an affected posh Way of speaking when she's yeah. talking to like Vader and Tarkin and then when we get to like the escape it's like into the garbage shoot fly boy it's like very like American <laughs> it's like she switches like all right bullshit's over let's fucking shoot some shit right. and get out of here uh god I miss Carrie Fisher um, yeah. um but but yeah I don't wh- how did we get here oh right the well, culture is yes. going into space but it's always and it's also too because like That's just, I think, the limitation of, like, our imaginations are so vast and they feel so limitless. We also, our imaginations are usually constrained by what we have a frame of reference for to one extent or another. So if we actually, if Americans and Chinese were the only two cultures that expanded into space, after generations and generations and generations, you'd think in theory, unless they completely went their separate ways and never intermingled again— there would be some some melding of the two there would be some third thing that would be created but because we don't we can only like very broadly speculate what that would look like yeah it's a lot easier to default to like well here's some amalgam that is more closely couched in a version of it that's immediately recognizable
0: yeah though i think that like if it were made now we would be able to create that dialect in the in the same way that like in black panther Um, the, their accent is a combination of a few different, um, African dialects. Like they speak a specific language, but like they're like, when they are speaking English, their accents are a combination of a few different dialects. Um, and like now at this point in time, we are essentially coming up with our own language, like coming up with new languages just for shows. Like Dothraki was something that a guy was like, all right, cool. You want me to make a language dope? Dothraki.
1: Um, well, I mean now there's that, that though is not new. I mean, go back to like, like Klingon. Right. And, and even before that, uh, Elvish from the Tolkien books, like we've been right. doing that for a long, it's just, there's way more shit now. Right. Uh, but no, we've been doing that for a long time.
0: Yeah. Ghost beast. Um, that was actually one of my favorite monsters in this movie where it was just this like ghost wolf and he's just like ghost beef um not beef ghost beef yeah, ghost beef <laughs> it's just it's just like a steak that's floating around and it like every so often he'll try to attack you and it just slaps you in the face
1: ghost beef. ghost beef arby's is haunted full circle damn i love arby's uh, <laughs>
0: I'm going to wrap us up now. Are we done already? We're done. Um, what do you... Is there anything
1: that you want to cover before we head out? I uh, I don't know, man. Like, I feel like I'm still <laughs> not... I feel like I'm still not really there with anime, but I don't... Re- I think we were... This was early in this conversation, but we were recording. Um, I... I... Th- think i think mm, with your with your blessing maybe we make this like the unofficial part one of a two-parter and we come back and we talk about blood whatever yeah i'm into it because apparently here's what here's what jay said to me i'm paraphrasing but only slightly yeah he basically said uh you know how you feel about marvel stuff like how it just it it's just one of the only rays of light in your life and so you cling to it desperately for joy Uh, All of the things that it makes you feel, I I feel with this shit. This like Vampire Hunter D blood, whatever it's called, line, lust, something, blood, something. Um, Because he, ready? This is just to bring it like all the way back, right? Because you told me how you discovered this. I had no frame of reference for Vampire Hunter D. When you see you texted me, you said we were doing this. I responded to you. All I said was, oh, I've heard of that. Yeah. Uh, Where I think I heard of it, and I only figured this out because I was talking to Jay about it, Apparently, right around the time he and I met in high school, he was going through a really big Vampire Hunter D phase. He read a bunch of the books, like, all of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that is probably my only frame of reference for what this was before I watched this, was that a friend of mine was super into it once, like, way, way out in the periphery of my attention. Yeah. Um, but so because he is so aggressively hopped up on this other one and since now i'm i feel like i'm a bit primed for what this world is at least very broadly yeah do you want to do it next week part two next week i I think it's part two next week part two next week are you dabbing
0: part two next week
1: he's He's, he's dabbing uh, he's dabbing you guys uh, 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 well i think part of what's happening here is that i just asked tari to do a show about anime
0: yeah,
1: and I think I think he's processing his joy as a vigorous dab session Hell on the yeah. other side of the table.
0: Hell yeah! Pa bow. pa ba Because honestly, pa-pow. I'm very curious, and like, yeah. there's a
1: lot of. Even though, again, like, I don't feel like this movie in particular. W- once again, this was not the one that made me go. You know what, anime, uh, <laughs> but but the surface level stuff, I. I thought was a lot of fun. Even the stuff that I was like, oh, you weird. Uh, yeah. I still thought there was more surface level stuff that I had fun with than, than there, there has been in a lot of these. And also like we were talking about, this didn't feel like an assignment. This didn't feel like, like I said, like I'm being graded on it or something. Yeah. And, and it has less to do with the fact that yes, I have to have something to say about the things that we're watching, but also it just feels like a task most of the time to me because, because my brain isn't, Right. I don't I don't speak the anime language again not Japanese the the structure the, right. the way they tell their stories etc cetera, etc cetera. yeah Um. but given given the surface level stuff I like here and given that I have now been sold on this other movie in this series uh, the way I have I'm like all right well I got to now I feel like I gotta take a look at that and see maybe that'll be the thing that tips me or maybe it won't and and like everyone will be mad at me <laughs> Um. yeah. I mean, I know I will be me and Jay
0: Tari and Jay.
1: Oh, no, you're going to be fighting each other and I'm going to (laughs) escape. You you guys, you guys are going to be fighting each other over who likes anime better. Yeah. And I don't mean I don't mean who likes it more. I mean, whose way of liking anime is superior. (laughs) I mean, that's a
0: fight. You just can't win. (laughs) You just can't win. Um, well, for anyone who's looking to DM you or slide into your DMs or whatever the kids say, where can they find you, Lex?
1: I am all over social media at the Lex Michael. Also, just uh, every single time we do this wrap up, I have to stop myself from plugging this show because this is the only show I do where I don't plug this show. Um, I mean, you could. You could be like, and make sure you listen to Missing Out. And if you Uh, like this episode, you may also like this show. (laughs) Please (laughs) subscribe. If you haven't already, subscribe to the show you're listening to. Please listen to the show that you're listening to. Thank you. If you like this, you may like it. (laughs) That's the perfect way to end (laughs) this.
0: Um... But also, if you want to know what we're doing uh, on a regular basis, make sure to follow us on Twitter. That's Missing Outcast. That's M-I-S-S-I-N-G-O-U-T-C-A-S-T. And you can find me at Tari J. T-A-U-R-I-J-A-Y. Thanks again for listening to Missing Out. We will see you next week for part
1: two. Ghost, Ghost Beast. Blade. Ghosts. This program is brought to you by ghosts.